Welcome back, everyone. I'm Adam Petrus, sitting alongside Hale Henches, and you're listening to Chalk Talk. Today is a really special episode because we're joined by two current NFL pros. Most recently with Atlanta Falcons safety, Dwayne Johnson Jr. and Christopher Strevler, a quarterback with the Miami Dolphins. Both have spent the last three weeks as externs here at Zebra, getting an inside look at the world of tech, including the RFID technology used by the NFL for its on-field player tracking system and next-gen stats. Now, Hale, you might be having a bit of a flashback right now because you were sitting where they are just last year, right? That's correct. Yeah, no, um, it seems like not that long ago, and it really, uh, you know, just is a testament to the great culture and um, just environment that we have at Zebra that every single day I come to work, it's just so much fun. And I have a really special place in my heart uh, for this um, externship that these guys are doing right now, because it's just really something that really launched my my second career right into the business world and really just provided a safe landing place after I was done with the NFL. And I'll be eternally grateful for Zebra because of it. And uh, just kind of wanted to touch a little bit on my own externship experience, just because I know that these guys are into the thick of it right now. And maybe if some people out there don't know what it's like um, or what's an extern versus what's an intern, et cetera, um, hopefully we can touch on that a little bit. But, you know, I've done very similar things as to what Dwayne and Chris uh, did these past couple weeks you know, getting an in-depth look at all the different sides of Zebra, specifically, you know, the um, our player tracking side um, um, and the location solutions team and figuring out, you know, what do we need to do when it comes to RFID player tracking and things like that, where Zebra plays in the NFL, but also getting to, you know, be shopped around to sales and marketing and um, HR and inclusion and diversity panels and things like that. I mean, there was just so much that you get exposed to um, and hopefully these guys will talk about it a little bit. But, you know, that's just something that um, this is such a great program and uh, just a great opportunity to get to learn more about Zebra. And I'm so glad that Chris and Dwayne are taking advantage of it. Um, and also just kind of wanted to talk about, OK, so they're current NFL players, right? I was a current NFL player at this point last year. What compelled my retirement? So something that uh, maybe not everyone knows is I have a eight month old son. And he was, um, you know, soon to be arriving uh, at this point last year. And, um, you know, it was really something where I was kind of just tired of bouncing around the NFL. And I have a wife and a kid on the way. And I just felt like I wanted to be uh, settled down. And, you know, I wanted to be a place that was just an incredible culture and had a safe landing spot. And that was Zebra. Um, and, you know, it was just really something where I felt really good about making that jump because of the, the great resources that Zebra had, the great people, and then just being in a great industry with a really successful culture is just all things that um, helped me have my career reboot with Zebra. So that's a little bit about my externship experience. And I'm looking forward to hearing from Chris and Dwayne uh, as we get into this as well. And how about that, Hale? Certainly, you know, successful collegiate, successful NFL career and now i'm happy to to state it for you but successful zebra thus career which is in motion so certainly an, an exciting relationship and productive one that we've had with the nfl from the next gen stats and virtual locker but also in the externship program so hey Dwayne and chris are your coaches nervous knowing that you know good guys like hale have then retired and come to, to work for zebra at this point I think, I think, uh, and I, I'm pretty sure Hale and Chris can both, uh, attest to this, that, uh, 
when you're in a team atmosphere, they try to get you to just focus on football or your feet are planted. Uh, and they tell you to ride that wave as long as you're there. So um, I don't know how they feel about, honestly, you know, thinking about the next step. A lot of people don't like doing that in, in, in that industry. Yeah, absolutely. Well said, Dwayne. I'll, I'll touch on that real quick. I think one thing that um, that you and Chris, you know, are, are doing so well compared to some of your teammates is just having the foresight of understanding, you know, even if you play 15 years in the NFL, which I hope both of you do, you know, it's going to end at some point. And so many people don't want to think about that when they're playing. They want to put all their eggs into one basket, just focus on that. But you have this time to get to um, broaden your horizons and develop your career. I mean, just kudos to both of you for taking advantage of it. It's going to set you up for success well after your playing days are over. But um, Chris, feel free to touch on that as well. Yeah, I mean, if, if I could jump in, I mean, I, I think we both have that foresight just because of the experiences that we've had within football. I think we've both kind of gotten a, a taste of the reality of the business of the NFL. I mean, Dwayne's, you know, looking for his third team right now. I was on two teams uh, last year. Um, you know, I got cut, you know, week 12, week 13 last year, kind of randomly caught me off guard. And I think, you know, for me and I think Dwayne, too, is kind of just a wake up call as to, you know, you never know when this can end and it's never too early to start, you know, building connections and figuring out what you want to do um, outside of the football world when that day does come that that football is over. So this has been a great experience for us to get to build connections and learn about, you know, an area um, outside of football. Yeah, I think absolutely. After going off a little bit of what Chris just said, I think uh, having having the uh, the the bottom up game, <clears throat> you kind of get the aspect of looking uh, into the future. Whereas, like if you come into the league as a first round pick, the last thing on your mind is that I'm going to be out the league in four years. Uh, so it, it all plays a role on where you are uh, going in and how it's approached and how mentally it is on you. You know? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, and, you know, certainly it's, it's a credit to you both because you are in the externship program. And, Chris, we'll talk about it here during our conversation, but this is actually your second go around utilizing the externship program. So, again, credit to you guys for forward thinking uh, and realizing and understanding that, you know, that being the professional athlete at some point will come and there will be a transition. And so certainly why not um, have the opportunity to get exposure to a global organization like Zebra and experience the different facets as Hale has talked about from marketing to executive to uh, every aspect of the operation that needs to occur from marketing to HR to legal. Uh, there's so many facets that can open your eyes and your interests. So we're glad you're here. And certainly, um, you know, we do hope that you consider Zebra down the road if there's a right fit there. But um, let's, in all seriousness, uh, let's talk about your externship experience. Um, you guys, this is now going into your third week, as we mentioned. So we'd love for you guys just to share a little bit about what you've done, who you've spoken to, and uh, is there something that you were surprised to learn or something you didn't expect to learn? Um, so just give us really um, what you've uh, come away with thus far out of your Zebra NFL externship. Okay, so, I mean, I think, uh, you know, I think the biggest eye-opening thing for me was was last week. We were kind of getting hammered with the, uh, you know, the um, – the advanced uh, data and analytics that they're doing with the NFL and, um, you know, learning about the virtual locker and all the, you know, the, the operations on game day and everything that kind of goes into that. And, um, you know, number one, I think it was, 
it was surprising for me to get into, you know, learning how much data and analytics is actually being um, calculated and, and, you know, taken in because as players, I don't think, you know, we kind of talked about this in a meeting earlier today. I don't think we're educated enough on, you know, the data that is that is being calculated and it's not really shared with us as much. So to be able to see all that was was really interesting. And then, you know, to, to also see all the preparation that goes into, you know, pregame, postgame, you know, offseason, all the work that goes into planning all these things and making sure everything's running smooth, especially with COVID, um, you know, it really opened my eyes and, and gave me a new appreciation for, you know, that level of, of what Zebra's doing. I know it's a small part, but it's something that, you know, kind of applies directly to what me and Dwayne are currently dealing with and, and you know, part of uh, our current work situation. Uh, for me, I like learning uh, everything. So uh, from the tech side, I, I enjoy the tech conversations and things like that. So learning about the fetch company, the robots, learning about the RFID tags and what they can do and what the next steps there were. Uh, I also enjoyed talking to everybody. Uh, everybody was super helpful and they were giving us insight on like what we could possibly do after football and like teaching us about their job and they were all energetic about it and they loved what they do. I don't think anybody uh, gave off the idea that they were thinking about switching careers, um, which is pretty, pretty dope. And they also, for us, you know, they, they taught us that, uh, it, it really didn't matter where you started because some of them had degrees that did not match their career at all. <laughs> which was right which was super dope because <laughs> you know uh i think the stress that we put on each, everybody nowadays is that you know you need to pick a path and you're going to stick with that path and i don't think that's the case and they showed us that well said yeah yeah absolutely that's a great point mm-hmm, for sure and one thing that i want to reiterate just kind of the to the, the listeners just how much of a whirlwind it is of three weeks uh for you all you know i mean you are meeting with some someone brand new on a, a different team for pretty much every hour of the day for three straight weeks. <laughs> and I remember, you know, as you said, like, let me go back through my notes. I remember that feeling, right, of like, oh, like, who did I meet with today? I can't even remember, like, five hours ago because I've met with so many different people and I've been exposed to every part of this business. And I like what you said, Dwayne, about, you know, there are so many people who are have a degree in something, have done something else. That's why it's great that you're getting this experience because, I mean, there are a lot of people that start within Zebra and they get to branch off and wherever uh, they, they end up going is, is something that's certainly an option. So I'm glad you mentioned that. And hopefully you got that vibe as well, because that's certainly the case. Yes, sir. Thank you. Very cool. Hey, let me let me um, ask the question here. Let me start with Chris. But uh, why did you decide to extern at Zebra? Can you can you take us through that process? Were there options uh, but ultimately, what led you to decide to say, hey, I'm going to go check Zebra out for three weeks? Yeah, well, as you mentioned earlier, this is my second one uh, I've done this off season. Um, but, you know, what, what really appealed to me about Zebra is it's just I don't have any background in technology. But, you know, I think being a quarterback, you, you know, you kind of learn to adapt to the information that you're given and um, come up with solutions and, you know, your planning and, and all that type of stuff. And, you know, when I kind of looked into Zebra and went on the website and just kind of read about the company, I felt like that kind of spoke to me as some things that I currently do now in my job, although it's a completely different job, you know, some of the aspects are the same. So, um, you know, the, the internship was really highly regarded. And like I said, I didn't really know anything about technology. And I know this is obviously something that's going to continue growing, getting bigger and bigger every year. So um, Zebra is a great company. And I just figured it'd be a great opportunity to meet some people and, and learn about something that I really don't have much background in at all. 
Awesome. Well, I appreciate that energy and that um, that willingness to to learn about something outside of your traditional space, if you will. So good on for you. Good on you. Now, Dwayne, what about you? How'd you make the decision? Uh, for me, it was it was kind of initially the same thing. I, I actually I'm a little bit interested in the technology, and uh, I took I did the uh, NASA boot camp too. Also this this off season, so. I just wanted to learn more about technology and where the future is going. Um, and I felt like this was the best, this was the best place because you guys had your hands smack dab in it. So yes, yes, indeed. And, and as you guys have learned, like we, we are in a lot of industries providing solutions and services. Uh, Hale, going back to, you know, last year for you, when you were looking at the externship opportunities, what led you to decide to extern at Zebra? Yeah, great question, Adam. And I would like to just kind of echo some of the things that Dwayne and Chris have said. You know, one thing that stuck out to me was just Zebra. You know, we were right in the middle of all the kind of acquisitions that they had made that we have made over the past you know, three years or so. And we just made another very big one. If you all saw that news, I'm sure most people within Zebra saw that. But, um, you know, that was one thing that being a competitor, being an athlete, you know, Chris and Dwayne talking about what attracted them to Zebra is very similar for me, just a place that was growing an industry like tech, right, that is going to be around for a really long time. That's a great feeling. Um, just <clears throat> understanding that, you know, Zebra is a place where I can grow my career, I can develop, I can turn into the the person that I want to become, you know, off the field. Um, and certainly that was something I was looking for at Zebra. And I felt like, you know, maybe as compared to more traditional businesses or anything like that you know nothing about zebra is is traditional by any means i mean we're we're trendsetters we live on the edge you know we're we're capturing um so many data facts you know things that just transform zebra into the powerhouse that we are um and that was really something that really attracted me to zebra was the fact that um you know there's just there's so much we can do and we have our hand in every single piece of tech and almost every single fortune 100 company i mean we are providing some kind of service for them in a way. And that's um, you know, just, just something that's uh, extremely attractive. So I'm glad that Chris and Dwayne said very similar things because I think we all felt the same way. How about that? Very similar indeed. Uh, Chris, question for you here. You, uh, this is your second externship. Um, I love that, love that in the sense motivated to get out there and see different, um, different operations, different business schemes, models, size. If you can, just tell us a little bit as far as, you know, your first externship and then are there uh, comparisons that are alike, differences? Um, how would you categorize this externship from your first one? Yeah, so my first externship was about a month ago uh, was with a company called Woot. And it's essentially, um, you know, a, a Fitbit type of product. It doesn't have a screen, but it, you know, it tracks heart rate, tracks your sleep, resting heart rate. Um, you know, they've, they've just came out with their new model and it tracks, you know, blood oxygen levels, uh, heart rate variability, um, and things like that. And, uh, you know, my undergrad, my background is uh, kinesiology and I have a master's in sport management. So, um, you know, a company like that product I've been using for a couple of years, um, I was familiar with. And so that was, that was, uh, you know, an attractive opportunity to me to get to, again, learn the, learn the insights of how a company like that works. And it, it's been interesting to contrast that experience with what I'm doing now at Zebra because, you know, that company is more of a startup. It's growing a ton, and um, I think they've almost doubled in size in the last two years. But, you know, they're not even close to how big Zebra is. So to get to, you know, 
have conversations with people there about, you know, how operations are there and, and at Zebra. Um, it's been it's been different, but it's been fun to you know learn about the directions that they're going to be moving in the, in the future and how they plan to grow. Um, you know, the, the similarities, I would say, kind of similar to what Dwayne said uh, at the beginning, but everyone has just been so open to helping. And they really just are excited that, you know, players in the NFL are taking advantage of this opportunity and they and they want to learn about what their company does. And so everyone's just been very open minded and, and very willing to help and. You know, everyone always is like, well, you know, just just hit us up if you ha- if you can we can ever help you down the road. If you have any questions, whatever, you know, you got our contacts. So, um, in that sense, it's been a, a great experience on both ends, which with just how uh, willing everyone is to help. Yeah, well said. Awesome. And Adam, I'll jump in there real quick, just on that last note that Chris said, and I can say from a personal standpoint that that feeling of just hit us up if we can ever help with anything that was extended to me as well, and I actually did. A couple weeks after the externship, I knew that this is where I wanted to be. And I reached out to a couple different folks within Zebra just for some guidance on, you know, where can I apply? You know, where's there need? maybe where would I fit and things like that. And they pointed me in the right direction and ultimately were helping and getting, you know, interviews for jobs and things like that. And so um, certainly everyone is, you know, when they say that, they certainly back that up. And I just want to reiterate that, that we're all here to help. So I'm glad you heard that. Yeah, that's excellent. And, you know, it speaks to the larger zebra culture at the end of the day. And, you know, Chris and Dwayne, we were talking about this earlier in the sense that, you know, the zebra culture is a customer first and an employee first um, model from our senior leadership all the way down that we take care of our employees. And so certainly when we come across an extern like Hale, and he decides to retire. We we know that there is a quality human being there that can that can support our our business, but also be part of that culture, and then also help foster and grow and tell the story of Zebra. So, like I said before, it was a huge win for us having Hale in the externship, and now becoming part of the Zebra family. As it is having you now as going to be future alums of the Zebra externship program, um, your relationships are, are exactly that. We're, we're proud of our relationship with the NFL, and so if we can ever be of service or point you in a direction to learn more about Zebra or a particular item, or if it's a partner of ours. We're going to do that for you. Um, and that speaks to our culture. Dwayne, coming back to you, you mentioned that you did some uh, coursework with NASA. Yes. Yeah. So NASA did, it kind of sits on the same boat. They did a little commercial commercialization externship. Uh, so I, I took part in that. That more so led on NASA. Uh, it teaches you about um basically products that NASA funds or they buy patents, things like that. And they actually give them to the public because NASA doesn't take part in releasing things to the public that they have no use for. So they allow a person to start their own LLC or S Corp. And then you can pay to work with one of the patented devices and things like that, and then give them to the public. It's, it's a weird little system, but, uh, yeah, so they just have like That's a cool. ton of technology that just sits and waits on somebody to make an LLC and go claim. <laughs> That's fantastic. Very cool. All right, let's talk, um, you know, your NFL professional athletes here today. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're taking care of your mind, your body, doing all the things to get yourself prepared for the, the, the upcoming 2022 season. Um, if we, if we take football out of the equation here for a moment, 
is there a big business dream that you each have potentially in the direction that you maybe would like to go one day when football is over? For me, my biggest dream is to own real estate. Uh, I know once you get your hand on real estate, uh, nobody can take that away from you and uh, it's forever funding. So that's my biggest dream, honestly. I don't know how I'm going to get there just yet, but I'm going to get there. All right. All right. Dream in motion. Chris, what about you? Yeah, I, I hate to I hate to piggyback off you there, Dwayne, but that that's that's mine too. I mean, I've had so many teammates that have gotten into real estate, and you know, I have a lot of good people around me that have given me some insights. I've, another thing I've done this off season, I've actually taken a an online course in real estate investing and um, bought my first property uh, last November. So that's something I'm interested in, and kind of more of like a side hustle type deal. What you know, uh, moving forward until you know, I figure out what I want to do outside of football, and then hopefully, you know, that could transform itself into uh into a full-time deal so um yeah i, I hate to steal what you said there Dwayne, but I'm, I'm <laughs> hey no certainly uh, a good idea is a good idea and uh certainly echo the um the value of holding real estate um can have to your bottom line hell going over to you um did you always know you know look alabama into the nfl on a few teams and rosters, much like Dwayne and Chris. Um, but did you know that it would be a technology company that you would one day work for? No, um, absolutely not. No, I, I, that was never something that uh, I like specifically knew I wanted to do. Um, but as you know, you had kind of gone through the process, and Dwayne and Chris have mentioned, you know, maybe teammates have done stuff with real estate and things like that. You know, you kind of um, glean things from how people uh, present them to you or how over um you know things get rubbed off on you per se and that was one thing that i kind of realized from talking to teammates as well just the importance of tech where that was going um and you know so many people were um investing in tech companies or doing things like that where you know they're they're spending money to make sure that you know that the the, the money that they're putting up is going to be um taken care of because tech is going to continue to grow and it's going to be such a central part of where we go as a society for a really long time. So that kind of, you know, made it obvious to me, just, I remember my couple of years in the NFL was like, hey, you know, there's a lot of people investing in tech. You know, I probably should be moving my sites to somewhere within tech because I knew I wanted to be in sales. I knew I wanted to have that competitive outlet. Um, and so what better place than tech sales? And um, Adam, I know you and I can appreciate that just being in that role. But, um, you know, that was really something that, after I had learned from my teammates just the importance of that and where we were going, um, yeah, I, I kind of shifted towards that. And then the externship came up and Zebra was an option and uh, uh, did some research. And I knew we had did stuff in the NFL. And after that, it was just um, it was history. And I knew it was something I wanted to do from that standpoint. That's awesome. That's that's insightful to to see how that journey has developed. And I think that's very similar for, you know, a lot of us in those listening you know, today that, you know, um, and Dwayne, to your point earlier, right, you, you met a lot of folks that are doing jobs that aren't in their specific major or their minor. Right. Um, but we've come to a world where we want good quality people that can execute against a mission and a mandate and, and give them the the additional training, if they have the right, you know, faculties and the right head on their shoulders and, and are people that are willing to take on new tasks, that's uh, that's the way of the world. I think not only in our industry, but also in anything, right? You know, no one 
grows up just to be a, a realtor, right? Yes, you do prepare yourself to understand the market and the trends and, and to learn the craft. Uh, and then from there, you know, the sky's the limit. Uh, and that's exciting for everybody. So let me, um, let me, let me ask the question here. Let's take a, we've been talking about business and, you know, the externship here at Zebra and our awesome relationship with the NFL. Uh, I think this is the third year we've been doing the externship program. Certainly we're going into our ninth season with the NFL in the collection of the player tracking data that supports next gen stats. We're going into our second year of virtual locker. Um, but Chris and Dwayne, for the, the listeners here today in the cars and in the office, um, can you give us just a, a 30 second, uh, recap on your careers, where you went to college? Uh, Chris, perhaps we might want to hear about the, uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the, uh, Grey Cup, uh, fur coat story. Uh, and then Dwayne also, uh, the same for you. Totally. Yeah. Chris, here's more interesting. <laughs> So I, I started off at the University of Minnesota. Um, that's where I did my undergrad. And then I transferred to South Dakota, played there for two years, got my master's. Um, from there, that, that afforded me the opportunity to go to Canada. I played in the CFL for two years where I uh, won a Grey Cup in 2019, which is the uh, the fur coat story you're referring to. If anyone hasn't <laughs> seen it, I'm sure most people have it. You can just Google me and you'll find a bunch of pictures of me at the parade with a fur coat, cigar in hand, and a cowboy Classic. Cowboy. Just having beautiful, a just 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 loving life. So, um, so after that, um, I came down to Arizona. I signed with the Cardinals. I was with them for about a year and three quarters until you know I ended up getting released, which I talked about earlier. And then I had a cup of coffee with Baltimore, and then now I recently just signed with the Miami Dolphins about a month ago. So I head out there um, actually end of this week to to get things rolling. I'm excited. No, and congratulations to you on your entire. A collegiate to professional football from the Canadian CFL into the NFL. I mean, you're at the pinnacle of where any kid growing up wants to be, and that is a professional athlete for the professional football, National Football League. So congratulations to everything that you've already accomplished and everything that you have your uh, sights set on. Well, now, Dwayne, yeah, Dwayne, over to you. Uh, okay, so I went to San Diego State. Um this was my first year in the NFL. Uh, I've already been on two teams, going on my third, it looks like. Uh, so I got to jump around a little bit, got to see some cities. Um, I was with Atlanta until about week eight, week nine. I got released due to numbers. Uh, Hale and Chris can both attest that it's a huge numbers game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, uh, got released, uh, sat at home for a couple weeks, uh, and then went to Tennessee, did a little work out there, uh, didn't stick, and then uh, got picked up by New York literally a week later. So um, finished the year in New York, and then they, they cleared house. So now <laughs> looks like I'm back on the road. <laughs> hey, we talked about this earlier. The business of football is yeah. cutthroat. Um, it, is. it is a very numbers-oriented game. Uh, as we all know, there are, you know, like like – like vehicles, new models coming out every year, right? You know, new players coming in and cycling and out. It is a um, – the business of football is very real, and certainly you guys have all experienced that side, the upside, the downside, and you guys are in the midst of it. And so we certainly continue – wish you continued success, um, keep grinding and doing the things you're doing. But, again, um, 
here on Chalk Talk today, what really is impressive in the sense that you guys are thinking about the future and, and realizing that uh, there's opportunities um, you know, during football and then beyond. And certainly there's going to be a lot of beyond in your lifetime outside of football. So awesome to you guys. We, we salute you uh, for being forward thinking and, and looking and being part of the, the Zebra family and culture during your ship. As we get to, to the bottom here of our time, um, you know, Hale, what's your advice to Dwayne and Chris or other athletes that might be thinking about their post-retirement plans? Yeah, that's a great question, Adam. I think um, one thing that someone told me that has stuck with me that I would like to hopefully give to some of the other athletes and, and Dwayne and Chris um, is just invest in yourself. Be very selfish. It, it's it's okay um, to be selfish with your career, where you're going, because um, no one cares more about you than yourself. I mean, you're, you're going to be uh, the master of your own destiny if, you know, you put the time in and you do the right things. Chris, I know you mentioned, um, you know, taking like an online class for real estate investment, things like that. I mean, no one can do it for you, right? You have to do it yourself. And that's one thing that all of these athletes have that I would like to portray to the listeners is just that ability that no day is guaranteed, right? Back against the, the wall mindset every single day. You have to go get it. You have to earn it every single day. Um, and that's why, you know, you all will, will make a successful transition after your NFL, hopefully way down the road. But it's because that you know what it's like to um, not have one single day guaranteed. You know, you're going into the office, getting ready for practice, and you get cut. It's just, it is what it is. It happened to me um, twice, and I, I know the exact feeling. Uh, but, you know, one thing that can kind of help all of that is just taking the opportunities, right? Like what you have right now, investing in yourself and just making the most of every single opportunity that you had to um, turn yourself into a better, uh, well-rounded individual, which, which you all are doing right now. And I would just echo that same advice to everyone, all the listeners, athletes, is just you know take those moments and, and be a little selfish. It's okay. And um, you're going to be better for it, and you're going to make the people around you better because of it. Thank you. Now, that's excellent uh, advice, uh, Hale. Well said. All right, Dwayne and Chris, what advice would you give to other NFL players who haven't taken advantage of the externship program yet? Is this something you think everyone should do, no matter what they see for themselves in the future? And then finally, are there lessons you know, that you'll take back to your teams and apply to your own football careers from this externship experience? Yeah, I think so. Uh, my high school coach actually said it best. Uh, he said, uh, your senior year, when that last sport stops, uh, you're going to go through a state of depression uh, because you've been playing football or whatever sport it was up for so long. And now you're to the point where you don't know if you're even doing that anymore. And that, that's been your identity for so long that you're lost. Um, I think getting those words so young stuck out tremendously because it, it it made me actually try to find myself off the field like find who I am away from sports because as an athlete all you know is I am good at this I am good at sports when sports gone what else am I good at who else am I um so I would just advise everybody in the six months that you got off right, just try to find something else that you find comfort in doing or 
do you see yourself going nine to five or do you see yourself running a business or where do you see yourself? Do you like helping people? Like, what is it that you like doing away from sports? Because like we said earlier, it's coming to an end. You only, it's a 10 year career for some four years for most, but right. It's end. <laughs> yes. I mean, look, that is some profound uh, advice. Um, I, I absolutely agree with that, but certainly from your mindset and to your to your peers and your colleagues, you, that has been an identity. And uh, certainly, you guys are more than just football players. And there's going to be a long lifetime of opportunity out off the, the playing field. And so, yes, finding yourself and your passions and your interests certainly will lead to the personal fulfillment and very likely professional success in a different arena. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, just to just to piggyback off what Dwayne said, I think, you know, it, it's important to not have all your eggs in one basket because, I mean, Hale's been through it. Dwayne's been through it. I've been through it. You know, that feeling of being cut and you're kind of looking around like, OK, well, what happens if, if I don't, you know, if, if an op- another opportunity doesn't present itself and to not have all your eggs in one basket of football where you're just sitting there just wondering what's next to, to have your interest in something else, you know whether it's real estate or, you know, doing an externship like this or whatever, whatever it is that you find passion. And like Dwayne said, you know, have something else outside of football just so that, you know, when that day does come, hopefully it's on your own terms. Most of the time it's not. You have a direction and, and you're not just completely lost, you know, for 12, you know, 12 months, a year and a half, figuring out what you want to do next. And you can kind of transition into that next facet of life and kind of get after it and attack it the same way you do your uh, football career. Hey, well, I'm sold on all of that. I mean, you guys have been you guys are excellent ambassadors to take this back to your ball clubs and to, uh, you know, preach this, the gospel of future thinking. Um, and certainly there's a lot of benefit to that. Um, Hale, did you want to mention something before we shift gears? Oh, I just I think that's incredible insight by Chris and Dwayne. They're really good advice and certainly something that you can tell that these guys have been through a lot, you know, in their in their young careers. And that's what's going to help you with that transition. Right. H- having those just incredible life experiences that makes you that well-rounded individual. I mean, you all are certainly set up for success already. So we appreciate you sharing that with us. Thank you, guys. All right. Now, just a couple final uh, football questions, because certainly our, our audience is going to be a blend of of, of fan bases. Um, and so. Talking here with Dwayne and Chris, um, you know, growing up either from, you know, young age to high school into college, what um, professional football players did you look up to or want to, you know, model or exemplify? Ooh, uh, what football players? I think I think uh, for so you can always attest to you looked at the Chad Johnsons because he was always doing something crazy. Uh <laughs> You, you, you look at you look at Reggie Bush, uh, the best running back in my eyes, because that's my you know that's my era uh, to play the game, the most explosive, fantastic running back ever. Um, you see how players like Brett Favre, uh, Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, you see how they carry themselves uh, on the field and off the field. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> no, that's that's a great answer in its yeah, own. Good one. Thank you. Definitely. I, I I agree. Again, I agree with you, Dwayne. I think Reggie Bush was the goat in college. Like I grew up a USC fan just watching Reggie. So I mean, I was doing flips in the end zone and yeah. the ball, thinking I was Reggie. I wore number five, all of that. So 
Um, and I mean, Tom Brady being a quarterback, I mean, growing up, like you, you, you see the best and you want to be the best. And I mean, he's been the yeah. best for 20 years. So, I mean, he's somebody I've always, you know, kind of looked up to and I, I wish I would have gotten to, to play against him or, or, you know, be on the same team as him. Unfortunately, that hasn't happened, but uh, I've always been a fan from afar. Yep. And to piggyback off that, Chris, uh, mine was the, the connection from Tom Brady, right? Rob Gronkowski, uh, yeah. playing. Playing tight end, you had to look up to Robbie G. I mean, he's the best tight end probably to ever walk the planet. Uh, I know there are some out there, Tony Gonzalez, Antonio Gates, they're great. But but what Robbie G did with his frame, his speed, just matchup nightmare. I mean, him and Tom Brady had a connection like no one else ever has at tight end and quarterback. And it's, you know, you have receiver, quarterback, right? That's That's a different story. But it's just, it's so unique at tight end to have such an impact on the game like those two did. I mean, that's uh, that was mine. Adam, what about yourself? Oh, geez. Um, you know, from, you know, I, I had the unique experience, you know, starting my career in the NFL on the, on the grounds crew at the Cleveland Browns when I was in high school at age 16. I used to get, be able to watch practices and uh, we're talking old Browns when Belichick was the coach, but you know, they, they were right in my backyard and um, you know, I would, I remember when Vinny Testaverde, I think, was the last quarterback there at the Browns. I just remember seeing how big he was, right? But certainly, you know, locally, Bernie Kosar was my era of the guy. Um, but that that whole era of quarterbacks, you know, with and, and Jerry Rice. I love the Jerry Rice story because, you know, he was a guy who didn't have the, the fastest metrics, you know, for combine skills. But playing speed and football ability – he was the guy that you wanted to root for and certainly is one of the greatest uh, receivers of all time. So, guys, thanks for sharing all of that. I, I love that. Finally, um, because you guys are in the league and you guys might have the T, but do you have any feelings about uh, who's going to the Super Bowl for the 2022 season? Early predictions. I'd probably say um, Miami Dolphins. You know, I thought you might say that. I thought you might say that. <laughs> I can't comment. <laughs> yeah, no, well that's, said. That's tough. I think uh, on on the outside, Adam, we'll give our uh, predictions here. I could see. Um, I actually, I think Miami's a really good pick, Chris. I think they're really adding some good weapons in the off season, and they're getting some momentum there. Um, also in the AFC, um, you know, you obviously have. I like New England. I think they're going to make a big splash um, this year, even though you might not want to hear. <laughs> Um, but, uh, there's, I, I think they'll have a good season and then the Chiefs will be up there. And on the NFC side, I mean, you know, Rams always look good. Obviously they've, they've traded away some of those, uh, stars that they've had, but, um, them and then, you know, Buccaneers, if, if things hold kind of as they're holding, I know we're, uh, still up in the air about some things, but yeah, it's, there's a lot going on right now. A lot of moving pieces. What about you, Adam? Yeah, there certainly are. Well, I would like to say, you know, for Chris's benefit, um, you know, the Miami Dolphins are a practice client of the uh, Zebra player tracking system. So certainly we're rooting for the Dolphins. And also they have a brand new, beautiful facility uh, that you're thoroughly going to love if you haven't been there already. Um, so, yeah, I think it's exciting. As you guys know, it's 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 hard to return to the playoffs and, and let alone the Super Bowl every year. So I think it's anybody's game. Um, you saw what Cincinnati was able to do from one year to the next. So I, I certainly, you know, hope that we see more and continued uh, parity across the, the NFL. Um, but I think, um, 
I, I'm interested to see what kind of moves Pittsburgh make. Um, and of course, LA, very data analytics, uh, team, Minnesota, uh, there's made some front office moves on their data analytics side. So some of those things can translate, but it all comes down to the X's and O's, um, and a little bit of luck. So we'll have to see what happens, but, um, let me go ahead and wrap this up. And I just want to say it's been a pleasure having you both with us today. And uh, I'm certainly these past few weeks, uh, the Zebra Nation uh, and those that you've interacted with have uh, sincerely appreciated the time and effort that you put into this uh, opportunity as the NFL externship with Zebra. And we seriously hope, uh, you know, personally, that you follow in Hale's footsteps one day and uh, make Zebra your first call when you retire from the NFL. Thank you guys for having us. Yeah, appreciate the time. Appreciate the the insight from not only you guys but everyone else we've talked to over these last three weeks. It's been it's been fun getting to meet everybody and, and learn uh, learn a ton about Zebra. Awesome, very well said, and uh, we appreciate you all just taking some time out of your busy schedules to uh, sit and talk with us. So um, it's been an absolute blast and great to see uh, the NFL externship program continue to flourish at Zebra. Awesome. And Hale, I know you and I need to have a talk about the upcoming draft, so we'll be back on the air soon. Until then, I want to thank our listeners for tuning in and remind you to subscribe to your Edge blog and podcast by visiting www.zebra.com forward slash blog and clicking on subscribe in the right-hand column. We wouldn't want you to miss a single episode of Chalk Talk, your source for exclusive tech-informed sports facts and interviews with top athletes like Dwayne and Chris. I'm Adam Petrus with Hale Henches. We'll see you next time. Thanks again, Dwayne and Chris. Thank you. Thanks, guys.